I think there are about 20, 21 chapters in Revelation. We're getting, we're getting close. Amen. So today, as we look into these verses, I just want to ask the Lord to open our minds to reveal what He wants to reveal. Wakati tunakwenda kusoma hii napenda Mungu enda katufununie binyewe anapenda kutufununia. Holy Spirit speak to our minds. Roho Mtakatifu sema na akili zetu. Speak to our hearts. Sema na roho zetu. We open ourselves to hear what you have to say today. Tunajifungua kwako ili tusikie nyo unapenda kusema leo. We ask you to show us your way. That we might be saved from disaster and brought into life. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. While I'm preaching, I want you to pray for me that I can be clear in what I'm trying to say. Wakati niko naubiri napenda wewe uwe na nyombea ili niwe wazi na upate kuelewa binye mimi napenda kusema. Amen. Amen. Thank you Lord. Asante Bwana. So here we are now looking at chapter 17 of Revelation. Hapa tuko naenda kuangalia sasa kitabu ya ufunuo 17. By the way, did you enjoy last week? Wasn't that fun? Napenda wow. Napenda kuuliza mlisifurahiwa sana na jinsi tulifanya bitu jume lipita? 10 years of church hard work and great joy and I'm so happy to celebrate it with you. Miaka 10 ya kazi ya nguvu ili kanisa iwe mpaka gisi iko na tunaendelea kufurahi na tunaendelea kumiombea. And it was so nice to see all those people who joined us. Ilikuwa mzuri kuona wale watu bote walitembelea. Many of them were part of our church at one point or another. Wengi wao walikuwa ndani ya hii kanisa lakini kwa wakati nyingine balienda. And some of them are people who love this church even though they don't attend this church and they think about us and they support us. Na wengine wanaendelea kupenda hii kanisa hata kama wawezi kuja lakini wanaendelea kusaidia kanisa. Amen. Amen. It's good to have friends. Ni mzuri kuwa na marafiki. In chapter 16 of Revelation there were as a pouring out of judgment upon the earth. Na sura ya 16 tuliona namna gani Mungu alikuwa analeta mahukumu pa dunia. And the way that it's described in chapter 16 is that there are these bowls of wrath full of anger that God is pouring out upon the wickedness in the world. Na gisi wanafananisha hayo inakuwa sasa masani kidogo kidogo ile na jaa na kisirani na balikuwa naimwanga pa dunia. These judgments we've seen uh, in the book of Revelation, there are different kinds of uh, illustrations of the judgment. We saw uh, the bowls of wrath being poured out. There were seven trumpets. 
And there were seven seals on a scroll that had to be broken and each one releases a judgment. Na kulikuwa ile maalama saba yenye iko ndani tena ya kitabu ya funuo. And many of these are similar than the, the to the others. Na mkingia mketo mtaona kusema hivi vitu vinakwenda kufanana. But the point of each one is that God is going to judge the world. Ya maana yote ni kusema Mungu atakwenda kuhukumu dunia. So I think we need to take this very seriously. God sees what's going on. Napenda tuheshimu bila tunasikia kwa ajili Mungu atakwenda kutimiza benye binasemewa. I even want to say that to you and me personally. God sees you and me. Na napenda nikuelezee kusema Mungu anakuona wewe ananiona na mimi. We cannot hide from God. Atuwezi rajificha mbele ya Mungu. God sees what we do and he judges us. Yeye Mungu anaona benye tunafanya atatukumu kwa benye tunafanya. So folks, I just want to make it very clear there is no hope for you and me. Nafanya nifanye wazi ndugu yangu akukukua tumaini juu yako na mimi. Unless we are covered in the blood of Jesus. Isipokuwa wakati tunafichwa ndani ya damu ya Yesu. We either receive the judgment that comes from heaven. Inakuwa ni kwako na mimi tunapokea ile ukovu kutoka kumbingu or Jesus receives that judgment on our behalf. Wala Yesu anapokea ile hukumu juu yetu. Are you with me? Tunasikiana? You follow that? Munaelewa? Either you are going to pay for your sins or Jesus pays for your sins. Ni wewe unapasha unaweza lipa juu ya dhambi zako wala unampatia Yesu na bahati nafasi ya kulipa juu ya dhambi yako. It's up to you. Lakini ni wewe unapasha chagua. You are the one who decides whether you're going to pay or Jesus let Jesus pay for you. Ni wewe unaweva mpango kama utakwenda kulipa wala utamwachia Yesu akulipie. What are you going to choose? Unachagua nini? Jesus. Unachagua <laughs> Yesu. So in chapter 17 now, we see an illustration of some of the judgment that had happened in the previous chapter. Na sura ya 17 tunakwenda kuona tena mfano ingine sasa ile tuliona mipande yenye napita. And it's illustrated by a picture of a woman who is called the prostitute na apa banakwenda kusemezea mwanamke mwenye anaonekana kama mukaaba and by a, a beast one of the beasts that had come to destroy the world na alikuwa juu ya huyu mnyama mwenye alikuja kwa kuharibu dunia this prostitute is also called babylon huyu mukaaba banamuita tena babiloni And I I was thinking that's so interesting that that God uses Babylon to judge the world. Na nashangaishwa kuona kusema Babiloni inatumiwa na Mungu kwa kuhukumu dunia. What I meant to say was God uses Babylon as a picture of the sin of the world. Na maanisha hivi Mungu anatumia Babiloni kama fazi zambi ya dunia. I kind of would have thought he would use something like Sodom and Gomorrah as a as a picture of that. Mimi nilizania Mungu atatumia kitu sasa Sodoma na Gomorrah but he uses Babylon because Babylon was a great kingdom that ruled over a great portion of the world. Lakini anatumia Babylon kwa ajili Babylon ilikuwa ni ufalme wenyewe ilitawala sana pa dunia. And it was a city that destroyed 
Zion that destroyed Jerusalem. Na hii Babiloni ni muji yenye iliharibu Siona wala Yerusalemu. It killed and conquered God's people and took them into slavery. Iliua watumishi watoto wa Mungu na kubeba wengine kuwapeleka ndani ya utumwa. And the worst thing about Babylon is that they took the items from the temple and desecrated the holy things of God. Mambo mubana Babylon ni kusema alibeba vyombo vya kutumia ndani ya hekalu ya Mungu na banaenda kubitumia kwa ba miungu bengine. Folks, we need to take this very seriously. Wapenda tunapasha kusikiliza vizuri sana. We have to whatever God says is holy, we need to respect it. Yoyote yenye Mungu anasema kutakatifu tunapasha kuheshimu. And God tells you your life is holy. Na Mungu anakuelezea maisha yako iko takatifu. You have to respect your life. Unapasha kuheshimu maisha yako. God has shown you the way to live. Mungu anakuonesha njia ya kuishi. So live it. Kumbi uishi. Follow that way. Ufate ile njia. Watch your mouth. Ukebe ange na kinywa chako. Watch your actions. Ukebe ange na matendo yako. Honor God. Umheshimu Mungu with everything of yours. Na kila kitu yenye uko nayo. That's what God wants you to do. Njoenye Mungu anapenda wewe ufanye. Anything else and you're living in Babylon. Kama ukifanya bitu tofauti unaishi kule Babiloni. Are you with me church? Tuko pamoja kanisa? So here's the next slide. Sasa muone yeye nafuata. We learn in this chapter that the kings of the world are committing adultery with Babylon. Tunasoma kusema wafalme wa dunia wanafanya usharati na Babiloni. God uses this image, it's a picture or an illustration of adultery. Mungu anatumia hii mfano kuonesha usharati as a wicked replacement of pure worship to God. Inabeba fazi ya maabudu takatifu yenye nenda kwa Mungu. Adultery, spiritual adultery is anything that takes away from the worship of Almighty God. Usharati kwa namna nyingine ni kila kitu kinye kinabeba maabudu ya Mungu. When you and I become addicted to something other than the worship of God, we enter into spiritual adultery. Wakati wewe na mimi tunajipana kwa vitu vingine nje ya kumwabudu Mungu, ujue kusema tunaingia ndani ya usharati. We can be addicted to money and materialism. Tunaweza kuwa tushajipana sana kwa franga na bitu ya kupapasa. Jesus made it very clear, you cannot serve God and money. Ni kwa maana Yesu aliweka wazi anasema hauwezi natumia wakubwa wawili. There is a spirit in this world of materialism called mammon. Kuna kuwa hii roho ya mudunia yenye inaonekana watu wanapenda vitu vya dunia na inaitwa mana. And so many people are caught up in that spirit. Na watu bengi balisha fungwa mwili pepo. God looks at that as adultery. Na wakati Mungu anaangalia ushafungwa mule anakuona kama uko nafanya usharati. Now why would he use this illustration of adultery? Sasa ni kwa nini Mungu anatumia tu hii jina usharati? Let me explain. Acha nifasirie. We all wote are the bride of Christ. Tuko wa bibi harusi wa Kristo. We are his bride we are going to be the wife of god sisi mpaka sasa vitungali wa bibi harusi tutakwenda kuwa wa bibi yake and it's like this we are engaged to jesus right now tuifanye wazi ni kusema tuko ba fiance sasa hivi na kristo there will come a day when there will be a great wedding of all the people of god to jesus kutakuwa siku kwenye kutakuwa karamu kubwa kule huyu fiance atakwenda kuwa bibi 
wa Yesu. We will be married to God. Tutakwenda kuolewa na Mungu. And that's a great day. Na itakuwa siku kubwa. That's going to happen at the great marriage supper of the lamb in heaven. Itafanyika kwa ile karamu kubwa ya mwana kondoo kule mbinguni. Chapter 19 of Revelation. We're going to get there. Tutafika kule itakuwa msura ya 19. All of history is a great love story of God calling his people you and me to be with him. Mukiangalia kitabu ya ufunuo inajaa na hadithi ya kuonesha upendo ya Mungu kwako wewe na mimi. Don't you know God loves you? Au unjua kusema Mungu anakupenda sana? He's yearning for you. Na anajipana juu yako. He wants you his bride to come and be with him. Anapenda wewe fiance wake ukuje na uikale naye. But here's what the world is caught up in. Lakini usikie jinsi dunia inageuza bitu. Instead of being the bride of Christ, we go we go after a prostitute. Pafazi ya sisi kujiheshimia kama wafiance wa Yesu, tunapenda kwenda kufanya usharati. We go after the spirit of this world. Tunafata hii mapepo ya dunia. We get caught up in the wickedness and anything other than the worship of God. Tunajikutana atumwabudu tena Mungu, tunaanza fanya vitu vingine. So what we see in verse 2 of chapter 17. Yenye tunaona pa mstari wa pili hii ya sura ya 17 that the leaders of the world commit adultery with this spirit of Babylon. Inasema wafalme wa dunia weko wanafanya usharati wanasharatika na huyu Babiloni. And it even uses the illustration of drinking and getting drunk. Na banatumia hata mfano wa kubeba kikombe kunywa na kulevika. Being intoxicated, being drunk drunk on her adulteries. Banajikutana banalevika ndani ya usharati wake. But this woman, this prostitute was not drunk with wine. Lakini huyu mukaaba akulevika na vinyo. She was drunk with the blood of the people of God. Lakini yeye analevika wala amelevika na damu ya watu wa Mungu. On those people who were martyred for Jesus. Analevika na damu ya watu waliouawa juu ya Yesu. Doesn't that sound wicked to you? Amuelewa kusema ni mambo mbaya sana. As I would read through this chapter so many times this week, I was just struck with the horror of this wickedness. Wakati nilikuwa nasoma niliona kusema huyu mwanamke ni mtu mbaya sana. So I'm studying this chapter and at the same time I'm hearing about people going and killing people. Na wakati mmoja mmoja nilikuwa najisoma kuhusu hii Biblia mstari wa Biblia nasikia tena kusema huko watu wako na uana tena mwa dunia. Folks we live in a wicked world. Wapenda napenda nimekumbusha kusema tunaishi mu dunia mbaya sana. And we need to pay attention. Tunapasha kukeba ange. Now those people who were doing those wicked things they thought in their own mind they were doing something good. Unajua wale wanafanya ile matendo ya kuwa watu ndani akili yao mara zingine wanazanyao wanafanya mzuri. One of them is thinking if I could just kill all the black people then it's going to be a good place. Mwingine yuko nazania kama naua watu weusi bote naona dunia itakuwa mzuri. Another one's thinking if I could just kill all the Jews we'll have a better world. Mwingine anasema cha niue wa Yuda wote na dunia itakuwa mzuri. And then another one said if we could just kill all the Democrats we'll have a better world. Na mwingine anasema cha tuue wa Democrats bote na dunia itakuwa mzuri. All of those are not God's mind. Hii yote sio akili ya Mungu. Are you with me church? Tuko pamoja kanisa. Are you with me? Tuko pamoja? God loves people. Mungu anapenda watu. That's the only force that's going to win in the end. Njoo nguvu ya mwisho yenye itapata ushindi kumwisho. You and I 
as we follow God are going to come out on the other side. But in the meantime, the people of this earth commit adultery with this wickedness. Lakini wakati As I was reading, probably the one of the most important verses to me was what I saw on this prostitute. It says, it describes in the next slide, it describes her as wearing these most beautiful, precious gems and beautiful clothes. So she looked really good. That, my friends, is deceitful. Just because it looks good doesn't mean it is good. She has these gems and these beautiful clothes. And in her hand she has a cup. And it's filled with the filth, the wickedness, something awful of her adultery. Think of the most horrible smell you've ever smelled. And that's in this cup that she's drinking. And it is related to wickedness and death of God's people. It looks really nice. But at its heart, it's wicked, filthy, and horrible. I just want to pray for you, church, that you and I can see wickedness for what it is. That our children would not be deceived by something that just looks really beautiful, but as wicked at its heart. Would you join me in prayer right now? Let's just pray. God, in Jesus' name, I just pray you will help us to have eyes to see. Lord, let us see the wickedness for what it really is. Lord, let us look past the beautiful clothes and the beautiful gems. Lord, we could even smell the wickedness that comes off of a person. Lord, I pray for our youth and our children that you would do the same thing for them. Help them to see the wickedness for what it is. That they will not be deceived. That Lord, they'll be able to smell the adulteries off of people and say, I need to stay away from that. Protect our girls, Lord. Help them to be wise about where they go and what street they go down and what passage they go into. Protect our young boys, Lord. Let them live a holy life. Pray that they would stand up for righteousness and separate themselves from wickedness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 This is love, folks.
Ijo upendo tunapendana wapendo. We love each other to fight for their souls. Tunapendana ili tupigane pamoja kwa manafsi zetu. Sometimes when I talk to you you might think oh pastor Andy's being really mean to me. Wakati mingi wakati naongea na wewe utasema pastor mbona pastor anakuwa na kadharau kwangu hivi. When I rebuke you when I correct you it's only because I love you. Nikikufokea ni kwa ajili tu ninakupenda. Are you with me church? That's the truth. This woman is out now in the wilderness. Huyo mwanamke anajikuta na mule ndani ya jangwa. She's seated on a red beast. Anaikaa juu ya huyo mnyama. This is the beast that came up out of the sea a while ago. Huyo ni mnyama mwenye alitoka mumaji. And she is uh, got blasphemous names written on her. Na yeye basura yake palikuwa ni kutukana Majina ya kutuka Mungu ya kumtukana Mungu. Na huyu mnyama anabichwa saba Na anakuwa na mapembe kumi. Mshakasikia hii? We've talked about it before in, in this teaching. Tulisema mafundisho yalipita. And it's actually also in the Old Testament. Na iko tena mwile agano la kale. This is an image that's repeated again and again in these prophetic books. Hii inakuwa ni unabii yenyewe wanasemezea wanasemezana wanaifunua tena and it is showing powers on this earth that are ruling na inakwenda tu kuamanisha mauwezo la mautawala pa dunia yenyewe yanatawala kabisa they rule on this earth for satan banatawala pa dunia juu ya shetani and they are opposed to the work of god na abo banapingana na kazi ya mungu you usually see these in political powers munabiona bibitu sana ndani ya machumba ya serikali wala ya politics mjumbe nyaba naleta ni moja god hates idolatry mungu apendaki kuabudu sanamu it's connected to adultery na kuabudu sanamu inaambatana na usharati amen are you with me church? Tuko pamoja kanisa? After this, we see that there's a war. Kisha yote tunaona kuna vita. There's a war between the lamb of God. Kuna vita katikati ya mwana kondoo wa Mungu and the beast. Na huyo mnyama. The lamb and the beast are at war. Huyo mwana kondoo wa Mungu na mnyama banapigana. Now the reason we're told about this is because you and I have to make a decision today. Sababu gani wanatuelezea ni kwa ajili wewe na mimi tunapasha beba mpango leo. Ni ngambo gani wewe utajikutana? Are you with the lamb or are you with the beast? Utakuwa na mwana kondoo wala utakuwa na huyu mnyama? There's no in between. Hakuna fazi ya katikati kwenye utasimama. Way back in the Old Testament it was said, choose this day whom you will serve. Wakati ya kale baliuliza leo chagua ni nani utatumia. Uh, I know I'm talking to somebody today. Mimi najua mko nasemezea kwa roho ya mtu mmoja leo. Today is your day to make a decision. Leo ni siku yako ya kubeba mpango. Who are you going to worship? Ni nani utakwenda kuabudu? Whose side are you going to be on? Ni ngambo gani utaenda? You might look at the 
beast and go, oh, that's kind of interesting. He looks really strong. And you look at the lamb. Oh, the lamb's very cute. But it's maybe too weak. I think I'm going to go with the beast. Big mistake. Because we are already been told again and again who's going to win this battle. Jesus the lamb of God. He was slain from the foundation of the world. Do you remember hearing that before? John the Baptist said when he saw Jesus he said behold the lamb of God. Slain from the foundation of the world. That is so interesting. That Jesus himself, the sacrifice began at the beginning. It says that this, uh, this prostitute is sitting over the many waters. In verse 15 we get the interpretation. These waters are the multitudes of nations and languages and people. Now as we read this we see that the prostitute is with the beast. Wakati tunasoma tunaona huyu mukaba eko na huyu mnyama. You would kind of think they're friends. Mtazania kama ni rafiki. But you know what you find out later? mwisho ni nini? It says that the uh, kings hate the prostitute. Na banasema hao wafalme walimchukia huyu mukaba. And they end up tearing her to pieces. Na balimaliza kwa kumkatakata bipande. They consume her flesh and burn her body. Because God put it in their mind to destroy this prostitute. Don't forget, we are in a war. And the, the powers of darkness, they're going to end up destroying each other. But what about the people of God? What about you and me? You know, too many times I hear about Christians who are not getting along, arguing with each other, fighting with each other. We need to stop that church. If you ever find yourself in, in opposition with another Christian, just bow down to the Lord and say, God, I repent. Even though they're wrong, I repent. Because you know we is a liar. You might not like that because I just called you a liar. But compared to the truth of God, we all 
our lives. Lakini tukipenda kulinganisha wewe na Mungu, huko wote tuko watu wa bongo. Mungu peke yake jana ukweli. Ni kwa maana sasa hivi tunapasha ba mpango ya kujiachilia. We always sing that beautiful song. Amen church. Amen. We need to surrender all. Tunapasha kuachilia yote. We might not like what we end up doing, but we will be victory have victory in the end. Kwa sasa hivi hatuwezi nafurahiwa na kujiachilia lakini kwa kweli ushindi tutaipata kumwisho ya yote. We might have to give up that thing we want so bad. Inaweza kutuomba tupane kitu kile tunapenda sana. But if you give it up you're going to win in the end. Lakini ukipana utapata ushindi kumwisho. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So don't forget we're in a war. Usisabu kusema tuko ndani ya vita. We're always in a war. Kila wakati tuko ndani ya vita. Until the final victory and the end of time. Mpaka ushindi ya mwisho tutapata kwa wakati wa mwisho. And you have an enemy. Na ujokusema uko na adui. Satan wants to destroy you and crush your life. Shetani anapenda kukuharibu na kusambaza maisha yako. Don't ever forget that. Usisabu. He wants to destroy you. Anapenda kukuharibu. And it's a war to the death. Na inakuwa ni vita mpaka kifo. Amen. Amen. You and I we belong to the lamb. Wewe na mimi tuko batu ya mwana kondoo. You and I we live in another kingdom. Wewe na mimi tunaishi muufalme ingine. I want you to know you are special. Napenda ujue uko na bei sana. Each one of us we are precious in God's sight. Kila mmoja wetu eko na maana sana ngambo ya Mungu. And each one of us is a weapon in the hand of God. Na kila mmoja wetu anakuwa ni silaha mikono ya Mungu. I want to review something that Pastor Sam said last week. Napenda nimifununie kitu kile Pastor Sam alisema Juma ilipita. You know he told the story of that woman who was very sick who was bleeding all the time. Alitulezea hadithi ya huyu mwanamke alikuwa na poteza damu. She fought through the crowd and just grabbed hold of the end of the robe of Jesus. Alijifikana kwa kuingia ndani ya ile kikundi ya watu mpaka pala aligusa pamba ya nguo ya Yesu. received healing in that moment. Na alipokea matunzo pale pale. And then Pastor Sam did something I really love and I'll never forget this. Pastor Sam alifanya kitu ambacho nilipenda sana sitahesabu kamwe. He commissioned you and me to say we are the ones with the robe. Alipenda kutueleza kusema wewe na mimi tunakuwa pale pale kwa ile kanzu. There are going to be people who reach out and cling to you and receive healing. Na kutakuwa watu watakuja kukugusa na kupata matunzo mjina la Yesu. I believe that was a prophetic word for the next phase of our church. Na mimi naamini kusema inakuwa ni unabii juu ya kanisa yetu. We are to be that healing power in this world. Tunapasha kuwa ile nguvu ya matunzo mdunia. When you walk into a room of a sick person they suddenly start to feel better. Wakati unaingia tu mchumba ya watu wanagonjwa wanajisikia mzuri. The people begin to recognize you and you and you as someone who brings healing into life. Acha watu wakona kutambua weye, weye, weye sasa watu wenye banaleta matunzo maisha ya watu. We become healers. Tunapenda tuwe watu wanatunza. We become the word of God. Tunapenda tuwe neno ya Mungu. We bring a change in this world. Tunaleta mabadiliko pa dunia hapa. Church, I want to say Denver needs you. Kanisa napenda kuelezea Denver inakuhitaji. 
Aurora needs you. Aurora inakuhitaji. When you go into the grocery store, you're not just going shopping. Wakati unaenda ndani ya duga awende tu kuuza kununua bitu. Lakini unaenda kule kwa huduma kwa kazi. Now I don't want you to get confused. I'm not asking you to go there and start preaching right now. Sipende uvurushe akili ufike muduga ya batu ufungue Biblia aanze kuhubiri. If God tells you to go preach, then you obey God. Kama ni Mungu anakueleza ufanye, umtii Mungu na uifanye. What I'm talking about is just your presence in the room brings God in there. Lakini yenye mimi nasema ni uwapo wako tu ndani ile duga unaweza kupeleka Mungu pale. And when people are in line and they bump up against you that they feel the power of God. Na wakati watu wanazikutana ndani ya mstari wakikugusa tu wanasikia nguvu ya Mungu. That we release God's power by our touch in people's lives. Acha tuachilie nguvu ya Mungu maisha ya watu wenye wanatugusa. This is what I want to see out of light of the nations. Jo yeye napenda kusema kwa kanisa yetu. We're not just people. Atuko tu watu. We are God's people. Tuko watu ya Mungu. We're not just any old church. Atuko tu kanisa tu. We are a light to the nation. Lakini tuko nuru ya dunia. Let God's light shine through your face. Acha nuru ya Mungu ionekane tena kusura yako. And the power of God even through your clothes. Na nguvu ya Mungu hata kwa mavazi yako. Let's all stand. Acha wote tusimame. Hallelujah. Amen. God we give you praise. We give you praise for who you are. We give you praise for what you're doing in our lives Lord that Hallelujah. we are commissioned to be power the power Hallelujah. of God in this world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're commissioned to be the touch of Jesus. Hallelujah. In our in our uh, stores at City Hall and the courts. <coughs> in the in the streets in our neighborhoods mm. in our apartments Thank you, Jesus. we are the power of god we are the light of god and that we cannot be in darkness because we shine the light everywhere we go hallelujah let it come lord god let it come hallelujah let it come let it come join me church would you begin to lift your voice begin to pray hallelujah open your mouth and begin to speak out praise to him hallelujah lord jesus god we worship you God we worship you. I just pray your light would shine through our lives. We surrender to you, Lord. We surrender. We become like a light bulb, transparent so the filament inside can shine forth with a brilliance, Lord, that touches the world. There is no darkness where we go because we have the light of Jesus in us. There is no darkness on the streets of Denver, on the streets of Aurora because the light of Jesus is in us and we walk on those streets. Hallelujah. Praise you Lord Jesus. Praise you Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah Lord. You are mighty warrior. What a mighty God. Amen. You are the winner God. Amen. He is the winner. Hallelujah. Receive the blessing of the Lord church. Upokee baraka ya Mungu kanisa. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Acha Mungu amebariki na mikinge. May the Lord be gracious to you. Acha neema yake iwe juu yenu. And may the Lord lift up the light of his face. Na afungue tena nuru ya uso wake juu yenu. Upon you. Juu yenu. And give you peace. Na mipatie salama. In Jesus name. Mujina la Yesu. Amen. 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 Love one another church. Twende na upendo kanisa. And go in peace. Na twende na amani. Amen.